This is Opposite Attractions. This week's challenge, let's get shopping. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, the recently de-bearded boy, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Darren Jim of mystery, a champion of right. He swoops down from the shadows, Murphy owns the night. Somewhere Bob Iger schemes, but his number's up, four, two, one. Jim Murphy, when there's trouble you call OPV, it's Jim Murphy. Let's get dangerous. <laughs> Do you want to guess the first thing I watched when I got Disney Plus? That's right. I was at work and just as like customers were walking up like, can I help you? No, no, no. I cannot help you right now. I am on episode three of Darkwing Duck and I'm not about to fuck with you right now. You, you, you lost your beard and I lost my savings account. That's what I did you, this last Oh, week. yeah. So... Since we already have the obvious, let's do Disney Plus first and then discuss your other Disney experience. So what have you what what have you already started? Because I'm sure you went a lot harder than I have. Because I haven't gone hard in the paint. Uh, I've done the Imagineering story. I'm pretty pumped about that. It's very good. Exitexio has the greatest name tag I've ever seen. I still really want. I still I haven't watched that one yet. I did, however, watch. Um, clips from a very old like 1960s film of Walt Disney talking about like the 20th anniversary of Disneyland and he's just walking around like I'm gonna teach you children about all of the different things in Disneyland and all of our new innovations um and I'm I'm sitting there like oh, fuck yeah I'll probably get to see like how they make pirates and haunted mansion and all kinds of good shit and then he's just like and these dolls represent children from all around the world represented in our beautiful audio animatronics what, what exactly were you watching <laughs> I don't I, I literally looked up Disney World because I wanted to find, like, some of those 90s home videos of, like, showing the parks then. The only thing they have is this 60s-ass video where Walt's teaching you about fucking... Th of all rides, I'm it's gonna, a small world. So I just got to enjoy him for, being for, like, all right, children, this one's from <laughs> Norway. It was, a, it was like seeing a ghost, though, because I know he existed, obviously, when film existed, but for some reason, I think he's from, like, th the 18th century. <laughs> and I was like, Here's the how'd thing. they get him? The weird thing about when you watch video of Walt Disney, especially because... When he did the Disneyland show and up, like, he was in his 50s. But yeah. he doesn't really look, like, old. Really? Really? Kinda? Yeah. When you see him when he's young, he looks like he's, like, 14. I thought you were about to say, like, the weird thing when you see Walt Disney is you immediately think of Tony Stark's dad. Because that's <laughs> that's it. That's the only vibe I get off of old Walt. Is old, t old uh, is it not Anthony Stark? Because that's just Tony's name. I can't remember his name. But So that's one thing I enjoyed. Um, today, as I detailed on Twitter, I went on a quest to find the Timon and Pumbaa episode with all of the delicious looking grubs. <laughs> Which is all of them. Yes. Well, 
I found the one I was thinking of, Jim, and it did kind of just become eating porn, and it was horrifying. <laughs> because the, the plot of the episode is Puma wants to become an elephant, and... Firstly, the show is nowhere near as good as I thought it was when I was a kid. It is a lot. It's Timon literally being like, hey, Pumbaa, now you're going to want to be an elephant, right? And Pumbaa goes, no, I'm not. Next scene. Timon, I want to be an elephant. All right, Pumbaa. <laughs> Anyways, he goes, Pumbaa, when you think of... <laughs> I don't know what this voice is that I'm doing for Timon. Uh, when you think... Of elephants. What do you think? They're big, massive creatures. So we gotta make you big and massive. So, and then he just picks up a shovel and shoves it in Pumbaa's mouth. And Pumbaa's <laughs> like, oh, this is great. And then he starts eating the grubs. And then Timon just keeps shoveling. And then it cuts to a scene. This is not a joke with fucking tears in Pumbaa's eyes as he's like, no, I don't want anymore. No, pal, you gotta keep eating. Keep eating. And it's just Timon shoveling more and more food in Pumbaa's mouth as he just starts weeping openly. Then it cuts to a scene with Pumbaa just fat flat on the ground. His body has just become a puddle of Pumbaa. And I'm like, I, I'm i uncomfortable. The grubs do look good, but I just feel I feel not good right now. I, so, uh, have you watched Forky Asks a Question? No, you told me to watch it and I haven't. Oh, it's the only so great. The only, I, I, guess, I don't even want to spoil it because it's so fantastic. The Well, I mean, as someone who's been experiencing a slight existential crisis for the past entire year, Forky as a character is something I try to stay away with, because he is an existential crisis as a plastic fork. Um, um, they don't really get into that in this. This is literally just like, it is like, I don't want to say it's slapstick, but it's very, very good. Yeah. Especially, only... uh, you have to watch the, the money one first and then ask the friend one because yeah. there's a, there's like the running, there's a running gag where he doesn't remember Ham's name at all. <laughs> yeah. The so only it gets thing... worse and worse as it goes. The... The only thing I've watched that I guess would be considered a short is I did watch Potato Land. I had to crank it up and watch some Potato Land. I, I watched than... Potato Land in Florida because they have that channel on the TVs that's just nothing but Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't really... I did watch an episode of Bonkers where I was quickly reminded that, hey, you remember how you thought this theme song ripped wholesale ass? <laughs> no, it's real bad. Like, the episode started, and I saw the theme music, and it said skip skip intro, and I'm like, absolutely not. Bonkers has the best theme song ever. Oh, no, it's real bad, isn't it? Bonkers, bonkers. Yeah. It's so, really stuck in my head. It's really, it's really bad. They're, so they're any really other... not out of, they're very out of order, all of them. Same thing for, yeah. uh... Same thing for The Simpsons. Apparently, some of those are out of order. Uh, DuckTales, I believe, is out of order. Yeah, and it's Gravity really, Falls. really bad. Yeah. Uh, so, any other notes on Disney Plus? Because I, I've not gone as hard in the paint on it as I honestly should have at this point. Yeah. Because I, I mean, mean, I haven't watched a lot, but I've been busy. And like, so once you get neck deep in bonkers, you're kind of stuck there. As a dude who does a comedy show about Imagineering, you think the first thing I would do. Is watch the Imagineer story. Nah, dude, I wanted to see that good, good Pumbaa impreg porn. I That's really do I think needed. once I get through some bunkers, I'm gonna have to go to Quack Pack. Um, 
I feel like if we're going through the duck extended universe, <laughs> Dark Darkwing Duck is probably going to be my first. Then I'll get into Bonkers. Maybe then get into the OG DuckTales. I don't know yet. Um, but that's all basing on uh, if I can get it all done before they come out with a new se- season yeah. of Queer Eye on Netflix. Because that's there just going to take me. There is an episode of Bonkers where Mickey Mouse gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. And replaced by a giant, giant, giant rat. Oh, no. That's, and <laughs> that, that's the, rough. And uh, the uh, the human partner of Bonkers is like, nah, Mickey's fine. He's right there. And, like, yeah, yeah. Mickey's <laughs> taller than him with, like, a Brooklyn accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, like the, like the fucking rat from Beekman's World. Yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Which was a very weird uh, fact I remembered a couple weeks ago where I was like, oh, yeah, Beekman, that was great. Didn't he have just a fat old man in a rat costume yeah. as and his, his name, sidekick? And his name is, like, his name is, like, Tony Zumba or something, that dude. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it, it's not Chester, but it's Chester adjacent. It's something like that. But, <laughs> but I will ask, uh, how was fucking Disney World? Because I couldn't, I kept seeing your wife on Facebook tag you and shit, and I would check yeah. it out for the most part. But then I saw Jim building a lightsaber, and I'm like, no, 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 I can't, I can't see it. I don't want to, yeah. I can't taint what I what it's gonna become. So, the the lightsaber thing. First of all, like, you hear stories of, like, how it works and how everything, and you can watch video of how it works, and until you're, like, in the room, it kind of pumps yeah. you up a little bit to be in the room. But, like, uh, there was a kid in a stroller outside dressed like Darth Vader, this little kid, with, like, the mask and everything, yeah. and here comes fucking Kylo Ren with, like, six stormtroopers up on this kid, and they start, like, like basically, like, high-fiving this kid. Like, you're going to be awesome one day. It was amazing. But then, like, the woman that was, like, letting people into the workshop was like, "Mm, no, not opening this door. He's right there. Bad guy's right fucking there. I'm not opening this door. So we, like, had to chill for, like, five minutes and wait for them to leave. It might have been another way for them to, like, clear out the previous room or something like that. But that is very, very good. I I mean, people were leaving. People were, like... There was kind of a mess of people because there were people leaving, too. Like, they were coming out. And they probably were, like, trying to set up. But it was... But I don't know how you would coordinate that unless you have, like, a headset on or something. Like Yeah. I would love if <coughs> Kylo walked up to Darth the baby Darth Vader and just started crying. And was like, <laughs> no! No! Akin to... And this is not a joke. And I'm, I may have told this on the show before. I When I met... Chewbacca, not actual Chewbacca at at a bar, uh, but <laughs> Disney Chewbacca. I had real goofy hair, and Chewbacca started playing with it and messing <laughs> with me. And I just, I don't know why, but as a goof, I was like, yeah, 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 Master Yoda did my hair. And then Chewbacca got real sad for the rest <laughs> of the thing, because I guess he was just like, Yoda dead. <laughs> you did whoever you talked to wasn't Yoda. It was probably that fuck from the Mandalorian, but it wasn't it wasn't actual Yoda. Here's here's my problem with Star Wars Land is that it is amazing for like 300 people. Yeah. And the second you put like 302 people in it, it's like fuck this, it's a mess. 
See, this is why I'm excited that my first shot at Star Wars Land is not going to be the Disney World version, but the Disneyland version. That's probably where I'm going to go do, like, um, the canteen and do my lightsaber. I will have to figure out a way to get a lightsaber on a plane. Well, let's be honest, if I'm at an airport drunk, uh, <laughs> so... I'm at, like, the fucking TGI Fridays, real wasted, like, I got a red kyber crystal, fuck you losers, it's great! I I did get accosted by a stormtrooper. Wait, what color was your kyber crystal as well? That is another thing. Uh, Uh, Green, uh, but I purchased, I did purchase a white and a yellow. I want to get, because apparently I read this online, that some of the reds are black. Yeah, but you and I, do not know until you open it. And it I is, don't care. You can, of course you can I, cheat it a little with like a cell phone light. You can kind of shine through it and if it goes like solid black, you kind of know, but it's like a 1 in 200 chance like it's my dude, I don't give a fuck cuz either way, I either end up with a dope ass red lightsaber or a black crystal well, no, that means well, I that no, in the in the lightsaber building, they pull out like a thing that looks like a um like a giant, like, Kong toy that you would give a dog, and it's full of yeah. crystals, but it's only, like, the four colors, like, the, uh, red, blue, purple, and green, and that's it. That's all you get to choose from. Do you, you have to go to, to the store next door to buy other ones. So, what you're saying is I need to buy, like, a purple one, then go buy a red one yes. to try to get the black. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's, I've got the plan now. Yeah, I had, I, I wasn't going to buy a droid. I wasn't going to do the droid-making thing, but I got, like, talked into it, and I had a little extra money. So, I made the droid, and I put the, like, smuggler, like, personality chip in it. Yeah. And uh, as I'm trying to mess with the chip, I'm sitting at a table by Ronto's Roasters, and I hear this voice behind me, like, Citizen! And I'm like, huh. And I turn around and there's a stormtrooper like on a level below me, but he's looking at me and he's like, you keep that droid in line. And then he kept fucking walking. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. And then like they talk, they, they make noise and move around yeah, the land. Dude. And if they get near another one. So like we were leaving, we were like in the parking lot and these people in front of us were walking and they had one in the little box. And all of a sudden my box starts shaking around like he was trying to escape. That's great. See, I don't know if I'm going to do a droid. It's going to depend on if I get some dope-ass Disney gift cards for Christmas or not. Because I know I'm doing the lightsaber. I've got to do a lightsaber, but I don't know how I the, feel about the droid the, yet. Uh, the holocron things that you can buy, which are, like, not cheap, yeah. They, if you get both of them, apparently you can, like, hook them together, and it and it does, like, the the, like, character from the cartoon that's, like, in between the two sides... It's like oh, some alien that's thing. cool. It's freaking wild looking. Like, I didn't buy both. I wasn't even going to buy the one, but my wife was like, my wife saw somebody at the counter, like, explaining it to, like, a guest, and she was like, that looks so cool. You should get one of those. What What is it? Because I don't know about it's it. It's like a little box. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess the, the, like, the mythology behind it is, like, it has some kind of wisdom in it. But it's yeah. just this little box, and when you flip the sides, it lights up, and when you, like, squeeze it, it'll, like, do a voice based on what color crystal you put in it. So if I had the green one, it was, like, Qui-Gon Jinn, like, talking about the Force, and there's, like, four or five things it says as you click around. This sounds lame as fuck, so I'm real it's happy I'm not It's kind of lame, going. but it looks cool. 
I mean, it looks like a neat little decoration, and it has a USB mini charging port in it for some reason. So I guess <laughs> it's battery powered. But yeah, and then the Sith one is like is like a red triangle instead of a square. Did you um, do any like? Did you ride any of the rides? I didn't ride any Star Wars rides. I don't think my stomach can handle. I, I okay, so I, I'm not good with like ups and downs and things like that. And right. let me tell you, I went into the uh, Epcot experience at the uh, Odyssey in Epcot, and yeah. it's it's essentially a big circular theater with a nice, a very nice circular screen that, and then this model in front of you, and they like project stuff on the model. So it's like they're talking about Moana in the water, and like water's going all over the model, and there's stuff on the screen. And there's a point where they show space because they're talking about Spaceship Earth, and it pans down to like show the top of the ball. Yeah. I literally felt like the entire room was going like this. Like I thought, <laughs> and, and it wasn't, I know it's not, I know it's flat, but, and then they're like, and here's the videos we're putting in Canada and China. And so they're like flying you over like Canada and China, like, like an IMAX movie. And I literally yeah. felt like the room was just like swaying back and forth. Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I should be on any rides that make me feel that way. So, uh, any other good, good Disney store? How long were you there? F- uh, five days. Fuck, that's some good uh, shit. When we went to Animal Kingdom, apparently it was the first day in 203 days that the temperature was below 60. Oh, that's that's a good feeling in Animal Kingdom. I mean, we probably were still sweating balls, but still. (laughs) Yeah, nothing like crazy happened. Uh, At the Halloween party, I did make somebody almost fall over. I told you that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what was uh, it again? Uh, literally everyone at this party is wearing something this Christmas, like a hat or like they have onesies. They have Christmas onesies. Wait, Halloween party or no, Christmas? Christmas? Sorry, Christmas. Okay, Christmas. At this like, Christmas party. The... At this I'm, Christmas party. I, I thought back to the fucking LSD yeah. story where they yeah, showed up looking were... like Christmas people. Yeah, they were. They were. They Disney is selling like ugly Christmas sweater onesies, basically, essentially. I'd like, fucking buy it. And I saw full families, like, rocking them out. Yeah. But I, I have the, um, I don't have them in here. I don't know where I put them. I have, like, the ne- they have like a necklace of, like, jingle bell, like, Mickey Mouse-shaped bells that lights up. So I'm rocking that. And, like, but everybody's wearing Christmas stuff. And we're walking down the monorail ramp. And I'm like, hey. Uh, and I had this, I, I bought an uh, orange bird hat. It's, like, bright orange. And my mm-hmm. wife told me that, like, every time she had to look for me in a store, she just had to look for this orange hat. Because I literally saw no one else wearing this hat. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, I said, so I looked at her and I said, hey, if if we get separated, I'll really be easy to find this time because I'll be the one wearing the Christmas stuff. (laughs) And this lady in front of me literally almost fell down the monorail ramp laughing. That's I felt slightly bad. I told I told you we you should have been like, I do a podcast. Check it out, baby. Like I did that one time I was at Universal and people were talking shit about Fast and the Furious and I was like, you need to listen to my show. It's real good. But Jim, this is not a podcast about theme parks. It's a podcast about theme park design. I don't know why we just talked about bonkers for 15 minutes, but we did. And we have got an amazing theme park this season. It is the epic universe not related to any other theme park properties in existence. And it is the famously the most dangerous theme park in America. Oh, wait, hold on. Did you eat a Casey's Corner hot dog? Um, no, I don't really like hot dogs. 
And well, so, did you note what the theme was? Was it perhaps a cement hot dog? I didn't. I didn't see this. Uh, a, they did. I, if they had a sign, it must have been in the like at the counter or something. So I didn't yeah. see a sign. It was packed all the time. Of course it was because they like, make. They good, might as good... well just put Casey's Corner in the queue for Peter Pan's flight. <laughs> Well, uh, like I was saying, we're building a theme park. It is called the Epic Universe. And last week, as you gave, as I was forced to be reminded earlier, you gave us a challenge to make a ride based on Black Friday around the concept of people going out and getting buck wild crazy to get them good, good deals on Casey Corner hot dogs. And I'm very <laughs> curious what you brought to the table this week. I would not want to eat a Black Friday hot dog. That would be awful. <laughs> it's got black ketchup on it and uh, meth. Teeth. It's teeth. <laughs> the newest Casey's Corner hot dog. Teeth and black ketchup. And and, and it's still very, very expensive because it's Disney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, those teeth cost money, Jim. That's yeah. some good, good teeth that yeah. they're buying. I learned that on South Park. Yeah, so what did you uh, what did you bring to the table this um, week? So, I too, because of the uh, the vacation I had, kind of had to remind myself what the <laughs> what yeah. the what the deal was like last night. But so I want you to picture like a fifty foot by fifty foot uh, square with, like, a 10-foot cage in it. I'm talking, like, it's 80s WWF blue bar cage. Fuck yeah! So there, there is kind of... I want to say there's a little bit more padding inside this cage, like, on the ground than would be, like, in a wrestling ring, but probably not... Probably about as much as what would be, like, outside the ring. Okay. Because this... Uh, this is kind of the beginnings of, uh, of Walmart, the store beyond. Oh, fuck. This is a great, great thing. I love it. So, there's two options here. One option is that you could go into the cage and try to get some good, good deals. Uh, oh. It is you, if you break it, you bought it. So, there is that. And you ha and there is no door on this cage. You have to go over the top to get out. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you want to kind of test your luck, you can get to the slightly more dangerous part of this. Have you ever seen the things that, like... I mean, they probably have them at, like, probably Panama City Beach and places like that, where they basically wrap you in a burrito and then, like, skyline you down between, like, like bungee cord. What? Like, wow. um, like, they, they, ha they basically imagine, like, two, like, two towers that are, like, steel towers, and they put bungee cord in between them, oh. and then they wrap you up in a burrito and your face yeah. down, and then they, they, like, you have to let yourself go. See, bud, you use the wrong terminology. I refer yeah. to that as like the coffin drop because you are in a human body bag flung yeah. up into the air. But you're face down. Yeah. Uh, I would put that on all four sides of this cage, Fuck. like in the air, and I would hang from the middle of this kind of apparatus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Vel like 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 cable with Velcro stuff. Yeah. And that... and. You would be kind of on, you would be hooked to this and you'd be up in the air and you would be in a, with like, there would be four people or four groups of people up at the top of this thing, but you would be moving in a circle or you would okay. have kind of control of where you start on this circle. 
And then once you start, you would fly down toward these cables of Velcroed, like, uh, merchandise, and you would try to grab <laughs> these good, good deals. I can, now, I can fuck you, with it. If you, do, if you hit them and you don't grab them, they do fall into the, uh, the cage below, where the people below can grab up your, your kind of pinata <laughs> oh, leavings. So it is a human claw game, is what you've created. It's a human claw, and that's it. Ima- yeah, just imagine, like, a bunch of stuff hanging from, like, rope, and you yeah. have to swing through it and try to grab stuff, and uh, if you don't, then... I, I mean, love- you do come back and forth, but you also have to dodge the other three people who are trying to do the same thing as you. No, 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 no. Some people play defensively like that. I play offensively, which is I grab one of the things that I know I don't particularly want and just smack it into people's faces. That way, if I I knock them out, it's all good. If they're knocked out, they can't grab nothing else. Yeah, you you stop swinging, you do come down into the cage. Okay. But it so, is you break it, you bought it, so you got to come out and pay. There's, it's, like, it's like surrounded by cash registers. This is cage. So you've ultimately just created a murder cell where people get to <laughs> hang out. Get not only do we have people brawling in the cage itself for deals, we've got people flying around them like the monkeys in Wizard of Oz, assaulting each other with presents, trying to get the best thing. Yeah, um, I'm thinking uh, you get five percent off if you hit a falcon arrow because then you would done the deal well i mean no one kicks out of the falcon arrow so that is the most beautiful (laughs) thing about it well jim my idea is um kind of half-assed but i mean that's my gig on this show at this point (laughs) because i had a few ideas i had one where like a long time ago i compared uh black friday to mad max and i was like i could do like a mad max vibe with it that i thought maybe do a show where like certain people were brought down it would be like a supermarket sweep deal but i feel like i've done something similar to that in the past and so today i just want to make a roller coaster I just want to make a simple roller coaster, and it is called The Death of Capitalism. <laughs> and the queue line is looks like an old abandoned mall. So think like the mall from uh, like Night of the Living Dead or something like that. So you're walking through this creepy abandoned mall, and that's I, the whole I live, ride. I live an hour from that mall. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, the whole ride has, like, this creepy vibe to it of people, like, you're not sure someone's gonna pop up at the Orange Julius and assault you, but it does seem, (laughs) it does seem like that might happen. And then finally you get onto the roller coaster and you see, essentially, like, all of this imagery around you like you would on a Revenge of the Mummy or a spaceship or a uh, plant, planet space, space mountain. <laughs> or So you see, like, neon money signs flying towards you and stuff like that. And then eventually, um, <laughs> you see fucking <laughs> Vladimir Putin and he's fucking promoting <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> and promoting uh, communism and then you see the dollar burn up in front of you and you're like oh no he's done it he's destroyed capitalism with communism and then the fucking like Russian national anthem starts playing as like this would be like if this was revenge of the mummy this would be where the roof sets on fire and then you just hear like da 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 (laughs) and then you drop and you go through the end and then here's the big gimmick of the ride. 
the ride is attached to our main shop. The shop that, like at Universal, it has everything. It's got the stuff you could get in Harry Potter World, Simpsons Land, and stuff like that. So it's attached to that. And this last part of the ride, Jim, is going to test who's the most cor- courageous of them all. Because this is what I like to call Discount Mountain. And you slowly <laughs> you slowly go up a lift hill that's going to get closer and closer to 90 degrees as you go up. So you will eventually just be laying flat like on a Ripper Ride rocket. And as you go up, you look next to you and you see like 5% off, 10% off, 90, or like 30% off, 40, 50. And that's also equating to how many feet you are going off of the ground. (laughs) And once you get to the top, you hit 75% off. And that's when you go into the biggest drop that has ever existed on a roller coaster. I'm going to say probably 150 feet. That's just a (laughs) guess. And it's not going to be a 90 degree drop. It is going to be an 85 degree drop. And it will shoot you down. And then you've got the 75% off, but also you might die. Like, it would (laughs) cause your heart to explode in most cases. So as you go up, there is a button in front of you. And the button allows you to choose if you want to tear off and take your ball and go home or if you want to keep riding up and try to get better deals. I did think about possibly having it change daily. So each day, the drop changes. So you don't know if... So you don't know if like 30% off is going to be where you drop at. You don't know what the what your peak is going to be. So you never know how far you can go up before hitting the button before you get launched to hell. So um, then it will tear you off if you want and put you into the uh, main shop where you can go and use your selected discount. Or of course, if you go to... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Do we... Do we make the drop section? If you drop, you lose, you get no discount. Because that could add to it as well. Because then it's a it's a punishment for greediness. If you try to get that like 90% off discount and you accidentally get the drop, you get nothing. So you have to find a place to stop beforehand. But everyone in the cart has to agree. There has to be like a 75% majority to pull you off. Because otherwise you get no discount. And also you go down a hell drop that could give people heart attacks. But that is my ride. The death of capitalism. It is the most horrifying roller coaster ever constructed. But it does give you good deals. So, uh... Do you want to guess what the current record is for tallest roller coaster drop in the world? I know I was shocked when I found out that Jurassic Park is like 80 feet. Because I didn't think (laughs) it would be that much. Um, No, I'm talking tallest. Straight up tallest. I'm going to say like 180 maybe? Uh, 418 is the current tallest roller coaster well, Jim, that's appropriate because my drop is actually 420. And uh, <laughs> and as yeah, you the go coaster down, itself, the coaster itself is uh, just over 450 feet. Now, yeah. Top Thrill Dragster at Cedar Point, the, the roller coaster capital of the world, I think, that is an actual 420 foot tall roller coaster. 
Now I will say this does add to the uh, to the excitement of the drop is the fact that you do get blasted with pure fucking THC <laughs> smoke you know, in your face. Have you ever you get... seen the Top Throw Dragster? No, I've I, okay. we've talked about it before, the, but um, well, the Rip Ride Rocket, like the beginning, how you go like straight up and then you basically go straight back down. You go straight back yeah. down on that, right? That, yeah, yeah. That's what you do, and that's what you do on top of the dragster. Except you're going like 95 miles an hour, <laughs> and yeah. it's 420 feet tall. <laughs> so yeah, I couldn't fuck with that at all. But we've created some rides for this theme park, but we need a challenge for next week, and we're getting towards the end of the season, so we can start getting a little bit more crazy, a little bit more wacky. Jim, I want to ride with knives. It could be. <laughs> It could be swords, it could be katana, it could be whatever fucking version of a knife. It could be box cutter. We could make the box cutter children ride, but I just want a ride that has knives in it. So that's your challenge, baby. You gotta find a way to put knives in a ride. I mean, I'm already thinking of, uh... Perhaps a ride, which I think we've done this one before, so I'm already going to scrap it. Where one side has a big, long sword, the other side has a big, long sword, and you just <laughs> launch towards each other. It's a who uh, takes each other out of the first. Yeah. Kitchen Cabaret 2. Yeah. <laughs> Ve- yeah. Veggie, veggie, fuck, fuck. Yes, so uh, it is... It's the end of the show, but I do feel like we do need to announce some news, some great news, because... You told me this earlier in the week, and it's Gatlinburg, Tennessee, is living up... <laughs> I forgot about this. It's living up to its title, Jim. The title it's of It's coming to up... other places, too, but that was no, the No, 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 fuck those places. I... Fuck them. I don't care, because Gatlinburg is getting a chicken guy, and Jim, that place will be packed every single day with nothing but a bunch of drunk rednecks with moonshine in their car, and I'm so... <laughs> excited to get to go to chicken guy somewhere other than disney springs i i came close to going to the day i went to the t-rex was the day i thought about going to chicken guy and it always had a line no dude you do both you get the food at at chicken guy and then you go get drinks at t-rex did you try the lava flow by the way i did not how dare you well jim until i got a chicken sandwich that was the, the 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 crust of the bread I ate was hard enough that I probably could have broke a piece of ice off that ice cave and taken it home with me. Jim, it is not a good restaurant. I love it because I... (laughs) I love it because I worked there, I, and it, I, I usually uh, go when I'm drunk enough that, like, the burgers are fine because it's a burger, but it's not a good restaurant. You, you mentioned the sand pit, right? And I didn't know what that was, yeah. and so, like, we were leaving, and I'm like, let's go over in this little shop thing and see what this sand pit's about. It has to be that, over there. And yeah, I turned the corner, worked, and I'm baby. like, I don't see a sand pit, and then I turned a corner again, and I went, oh... Yeah, it's baby, like Dinoland I... USA in this bitch. <laughs> and I had to fucking rebury all those bones every night. So yeah, you went to you went to where I used to work, right over there in that little store area. But until next week, Jimothy, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, you can see me and my my expensive lightsaber on apparently smart Twitter. Well, that was apparently a broke. Please give us money. 
That was a struggle to get through. Yes, and if you do want to, go to patreon.com slash a load of BS where you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like the Patreon saint of the Opat show himself, Ransom Meltzer. You get access to our Discord and you get access to a bunch of exclusive shows. Right now, there's only one. But let me tell you something, y'all. When 2020 hits, it's gonna fucking pop off. There's gonna, it's gonna go from one to like 50. It's gonna grow. It's gonna <laughs> become amazing. And we can only do that with your support at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Oh, and also you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, I guess. And remember to find all the other shows online at a load of pure BS.com, including it's not out yet. But keep your eyes peeled for the brand new audio drama, Deviant. It is a sci-fi show about space piracy and chaos and idiocy. And it's really, really fun. We've got, the, we're just now finishing up editing the first episode and it's, turning out really well. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that. Uh, remember to support, whether that be on Patreon, by picking up some merch at merch.aloadedpurebs.com. We got some awesome snapbacks, some shirts with designs from a long time ago. I'm I'm sure people are still confused about the Juicy Peaches one. <laughs> and of no, course, you brought them back like two weeks ago. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I did that. And uh, I, I think I also have one that says Jersey Dan has a posse. And it's just the fucking Andre thing. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Opat Show. That's spelled O P B A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?